Welcome back. It's time to what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> Is that the little opening That's song you're working on? Wow. All right. Kick this thing off. All right. It's time to woke up. This is Corey. I'm Eric. And we're back. What are we talking about today, this evening by the fire? Mm. A chilly January night. The winds were cold. Oh, God. So (laughs) today is a kind of belated charge for the new year. We already talked about how I don't do New Year's resolutions. Those are usually weight loss based. The reason why we waited, we talked about waiting to put this episode out is because... Uh, everything about New Year's is bullshit, but at this point, like, we're back at work, kids are back at school, I and mean, there is school, but, like, we're sort of normal from a schedule standpoint, so now sure. we can sort of think back, we can, we've we all failed on our resolutions, right? <laughs> Everyone that said that, not yeah, us. not us. So, so we're here to sort of, like, l- almost look back on the failure of our, of our collective New Year's resolutions. Wow, okay. For two weeks of January. Wow. Yeah. So, I... But as the dust has settled from the holidays and the new year, and now we are, as you said, in a routine. So I have a charge for myself for New Year's or yeah, like for 2021, not actually New Year's, but I reflected on 2020, 2020 outside of the global pandemic was actually a pretty great year for me as a person. And I think for you and our family as well. Yeah. We should do, like, a what was good about 2020. Yeah, we could. Should we take five minutes? That wasn't the plan. Oh, right now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We can do... I mean, we, let's just do it briefly. I so mean, what was good a, about 2020? We spent a lot of time with the kids. We spent a lot of time with the kids. More and our kids, so than ever before. Yes. I mean, and the school was shut down for, like, eight months. They're young. And right. so it was a lot of I, great quality time with them. A lot of people, when I, when I would say, oh, you know, we've been home with the kids since March. You know, it's over... <laughs> It's like July or August. And they're like, oh, we've been home with the kids since March for the most part. I mean, they did a little bit of stuff here and there. But, uh, you know, and some people would say, oh, those are tough ages. And I was like, you know, yes. I mean, they're a lot. But they're young. And anything we do is the best thing that they've ever done. Yeah. So I imagine someone, I mean, I'm sure it's probably easier to have a teenager. I don't know. We have a neighbor with a teenager and the kid's a real dick. Oh, that neighbor. Well, but, but, but I'm saying from a... How much time you have to spend with a child standpoint, and or how much it changes oh, your life. Oh, he just sits in his room, he's jerking he's, off he's, all day. Yeah, he's <laughs> just that kid. How many times do you think that kid jerked off in the shutdown? I don't know, Eric. I mean, thousands. All I know is that our bedroom window faces their kitchen, and I'm really nervous <laughs> <laughs> that he catches like that a kid glimpse. sucks. Like I wouldn't want to spend eight months with him. No. Anyway, so it was good. I I really, I mean, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, and. <laughs> Wait, that's is there a thing there? Oh my gosh. Is that, that should is that a be thing. a bumper sticker? So wow. I'm just reveling in that. So, you know, it was hard when we were in it, yeah. but we made it through and it was really great with the time with the kids. And we did a lot of adventuring. We spent a lot of time outside. I feel yeah. really so much more so connected with nature and I feel as if the kids are now more too in a really developmental time for them that it may impact their relationship with the outdoors moving forward i mean i remember back in march we would spend i mean nine hours outside there was nothing else to do like our kids can't sit in front of a tv forever they couldn't go to friends houses we weren't going to indoor gyms yeah there was nothing else to do yeah so we would just go it would just walk to places we never (laughs) walked before we found a lot of new places in our town hiking trails we found a waterfall in our town which we had no idea yeah, existed it was awesome. yeah it was good 
I I did a lot of self work. Uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and the murder of George Floyd really, like, I mean, kind of struck. I don't know what would you explain happened to me. I mean, I was. I think you saw parallels mess. between the the people like uh, like the faces of that movement, yeah, and the kids you teach every day, yeah. And you realize that the, they were drawing parallels. You realize that they uh, it, the it parallel exists, yeah. So, but. And I, I mean, I'm just like every other, I think, white person that woke up during well, that time. The this was so the George Floyd video was so egregious. Right. This wasn't I mean, this wasn't Trayvon Martin with a gunshot and it's dark and it's at night. This was like there was just, 30 just people around. Yeah. It was filmed. Yeah. The whole, I mean, this was yeah. so unbelievably egregious. Yeah. That and it was a it was a it was like a light bulb moment for people like yeah how can this and, and and ultimately there were basically no charges filed so the light bulb moment was like how could something so obvious happen like how and, could this happen and that really opened my eyes to a lot so then I was you know reading books and and watching documentaries and we obviously we've started this podcast and so there's a lot I, I listened to a lot of other podcasts that were spurred from that so I'm trying to really just. There's been a lot of growth on my end and there's a lot of growth to go. But as a person, just as a human, I've come, I I think I've done a a lot of good this year. I, the hardest thing for me this year ended up being one of the best things is my like very vibrant and successful business was absolutely obliterated Mm -hmm. by the coronavirus shutdowns. I did not know what I was going to do next. I essentially went from six figures of income to no figures of income. <laughs> right. Uh, but we were nimble enough and we transitioned and we made it work. And it ultimately ended up being much, much it, way for more for the better than I thought yeah. it would. I like how you just slid your salary in there, like real cash. Well, because like, I think if you're like, I lost my job. You want to just let everybody know this how was much different. Money you I lost. built a business for ten <laughs> years. It's my entire working adult life. Do you feel that the amount of money your business is making impacts how you feel about it? No, but it's a measure of the business of any business's success. It's literally how they measure the success hmm. of a business, and mm-hmm. it's how I did. Mm-hmm. But my point is, like on a Sunday, I had the business. By Monday, seriously, yeah, I didn't. it was just over. Because I was wet, I'm in the wedding industry. I was. Right. Yep. I did not know how much of a blessing it would be. I also don't know what would have happened to me if we didn't have the kids. Ooh. The kids made me like focus my efforts. I, was, I didn't have a choice. They were home. Like, With you. I mean, I had yeah, to finish, they were home. you know, the year. Yeah. So, so. like I, without them, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. Uh, it's the only thing that kind of kept me going. Um, now uh, everything is different and I don't. I don't regret it all. I mean, I wish there was no uh, pandemic that's killed millions of people globally, but I don't regret it all the changes right. it forced upon our family. Yeah. yeah. But it na- so the idea of what we all went through, all of us collectively s- uh, here in the US globally, the idea that now we're supposed to set goals to lose weight. So stupid. Like, this is what's important to Barf. us now. How about the goal of like we just want to see each other again? Yeah. In a normal fashion. People to not be worried about dying. Yeah. Like I want to die of the normal stuff. Like right. heart attacks and car accidents. Yeah. I don't want to die of like a virulent disease. Ugh, right. You know, so like 
the idea that now we're all supposed to like be in the middle of these like uh, I know you know or the oh I went to I went to a Zoom you know work holiday party weeks ago I mean now it was quite a few weeks ago but and of course then we get broken off into small groups because ugh who wants to do that at a rando you know they randomly Which, by the way that wouldn't happen at a regular office so party? disgusting it was so disgusting. like imagine you walk into like a ballroom at this hotel and, <laughs> and I sit like, with all my friends that's what I want right, to do I want to sit then, with my friends but then the boss comes on the microphone and he's like all right I put together these groups. I mean, and you have to maybe. sit with these people in a glass box, Ugh, so you can't even terrible. hear the other. That's I know. So weird. And well, I usually sit with all my friends, and there's alcohol, and it's fun. Right. So, but instead, but, like you no. get to Facetime with, with some all these people, rando people, you know, people, and then some of them don't have their video turned on. Then I'm oh, like, oh, God. can I turn my video off now that all of you? Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we had to come up with something to put in Santa's bag. It's a whole thing. Everyone, everyone talks about gaining weight. During quarantine, and that they would gift everyone elastic waist pants and you know what? exercise or something. And so finally, so stuff in Santa's bag. Fi- or they well, I don't know. We were just Santa. having a conversation. Everyone's like, bah, 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 bah. You aren't know, these academics? Aren't yeah. These- well, it it's the full college. Okay, there's a lot of people <laughs> other than the faculty members, and they. Well, so I'll you're tell the you, garbage man. I'll you tell can't you, participate. The person that brought up the quarantine fifteen blah 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 was a PhD that runs like the entire school. So you know, no one is immune to this. Right. You know this this diet culture, this fat phobia. Like, oh, we're gonna gain weight. Blah blah blah. So finally, I had to interject and I said, "Why don't we add some self love?" to santa's bag (laughs) because we are all okay the way we are and we need to just accept that it was a global pandemic it is a global pandemic and we're all doing the best we can and then of course everyone's like you know because they like that but no one said in the beginning i say you guys are just gonna go on and on and then of course everyone's like we need more wine you know because that's the go-to right like oh if we're gonna talk about weight gain transition to the alcohol conversation you mean baby boomer women talking about wine i'm so surprised it's it's all women it it goes one o'clock it's one o'clock somewhere this, this is a good transition so this is my charge to myself for 2021 and mm. i started it in 2020 and i really had to i was forced to right it's just compassion and that go it starts with myself and so i had a hard body day today and i had i had told you about that and i don't have that many but when i do you know they're hard and i just am trying to learn to sit with my feelings instead of trying to brush them off or try to reason them away I just sit with them, and then I also just have compassion for myself. Okay, the last nine months have been a global pandemic. My body may look different right now. I may be feeling different right now. My mental state may be different right now, and that's okay. I'm going to be okay. And so self-compassion is the first part, and then compassion for others. And I'm so tempted to have an entire podcast episode where I just literally rage scream about our town community forum on Facebook, which I know you told me I shouldn't even look at, but sometimes I just have to take a peek and it gets my blood just boiling. If we do it, I'm going to name names. No, you're not. And we're not going to do it because it's not helpful at all, but... I have been so incredibly tired of these just 
fucking assholes in the community forum like there there our towns are rampant with crime we got to get everybody out of here and i'm like everybody needs a little fucking compassion like before you just get on your stupid privileged high horse and just go off the deep end with how how annoyed you are that you have to put your car in your in your garage you know that just remember it's a global pandemic and everyone is dealing with it the best they can and try to have compassion for the fact that other people have it much harder than those sitting on the community forum in a well-to-do town in New England complaining about how annoyed they are that they they have to modify their kept household or processes that's my mini rant i will stop there you know i have a lot more feelings but everyone needs to have compassion have compassion if you don't understand if there's something going on in the news or you know the blm movement and you don't understand have compassion for those that are struggling and just take a step back and say i don't i don't understand what those people are going through i'm just gonna stop there like, that's it. You don't have to judge them. You don't have to understand them. You can just have compassion that other people are going through hard times. That's it. That will never happen, but I like it. Thank you. Yeah. It's my charge to myself. People can't be compassionate because people, like, as a general are assholes. Yeah, capitalism and has driven us well, there. Well, they're, they're very self-centered, egotistical. Yeah. It's our human nature yeah. to want to survive. But in the, 2020, <sighs> but the 2021 version of that is, like, it's human oh. nature... <laughs> I just straight up kicked our cat in the face. <laughs> he seems all right. His ears Sorry. are back. He looks pissed. Mm, My point is like, people don't care about other people. They only care about what other people think about them. Which means because they only care about themselves, but they're worried right. about other people. But, and you said, but that's how we survive. But would you say we're surviving like this? Because I feel as if... It would be a lot better if we cared about each other. It would be better. I mean, we are surviving. And of course, it would be better. There's so many things that would make so many things better. But I think compassion, if everyone was a little more compassionate. And I know I sound, you know, a little woo woo with this. But I think that's where my headspace is at a little. Like, we just need to have compassion. But people are not compassionate though. It's just not it's not but our human nature. I think that they I think there are a lot of people that are. Sure. And I think if we if everyone that is compassionate changes how they respond to something or just makes a comment when a family member, you know, my I have a family member who is very conservative and do I think I'm going to change him? Probably not, but I just do these responses right so he had a comment about the lgbtq community and so like i had a response like have you ever thought about it what it might 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 be like for the the person you're talking about like what that person's life may be like you know so i think if we if we have compassion for others and we try to spread some awareness for the things we believe in the world would be a better place thank you you are welcome and that is the end of my ted talk (laughs) I mean, that was not really a talk at all, but I think that that is, that's my goal for me and it is my goal to spread that to others. So that's my charge to everyone listening. 2020, 2021 is a year of compassion, compassion for ourselves. Let's get through the pandemic, get back to life. And then let's 
try to work on fixing the things that I think we saw exposed during the pandemic, the issues within our country. You know, it. <laughs> I don't the reason why we as a society, here's a perfect example of why we Ooh, as a society perfect. are never going to get better. Ugh. We certainly get worse. Oh, yeah. Well, there's some news. Sales of new vehicles. Yeah. Plummeted very early on. Right. I mean, everything plummeted very early on. Right. Nobody did anything. Everyone was fearful. People didn't know, like, can I literally leave the house? Is this like uh, the happening, you know, with Mark right. Wahlberg where <laughs> right. the wind was killing people? Well, of course, that ended up not being the case. Sales of luxury vehicles. Leases of luxury vehicles were outpacing non-luxury vehicles. <laughs> so you ask yourself, well, what is that? It's people... It, people's innate and never-ending desire to be adored by others, and there's no. That's not a compassionate thing. That's a very egotistical, well, self-centered. self-centered yeah, thing. everyone. Yeah. I think, and I believe that with the increase in social media usage and more right. and more people just growing up on it. You know, we're in our mid-thirties, so we only had Facebook in college, but it was just a post drunk photos you know i mean it was it was not what it is today you know so i as that goes on it is becoming clear what an impact social media has on how people view themselves within the world around them this this is this idiot uh real idiot that we used to be friends with them as a couple they're both idiots (laughs) two idiots married each other they're making idiot kids uh, good, good for, for the them. world. Yeah. That's good for them. The, uh, one of these idiots posted. Um, <laughs> well, they love. This was a while ago. I, yeah. I haven't see, well, seen. We them don't in follow a while. them anymore because yeah. we hate followed them for a while. But one of them posted like, like, <laughs> you know, she was like, she was like, mask up. It was a photo of like her mask. It was like, mask up. It was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Do your part. Blah, blah, blah. So not only was the mask a DG, Dolce Gabbana. Oh, not only was the mask a luxury brand mask, which like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, of course, like you just happen to tilt the phone just enough to get your Range Rover in the background well, of the yeah. photo. Like, fuck you. Well, you know how I feel about no one cares. You when I teach when I teach one of my classes and we go for auto loans, I'm like, oh, is that your base model luxury car? I'm not fucking impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you said this once, and it's the funniest thing. Every because we had a pretty big snowstorm not all that long ago in New England. I laugh when I see like a three series BMW riding around covered in fucking ice and snow because they spent more money on their stupid car, so they don't have a place to put their vehicle when the snow comes. Yeah. Good for you, bro. I know. So yeah, I enjoy well, your fifth floor walk up. And what we so can excited do- for you. <laughs> What we can, you know, you lived in like a twenty floor walk up at one. Yeah, point. but I didn't have a luxury car. Well, that's true. You barely had. I didn't a even have a car. <laughs> so, can I tell you about that? You know how I made money once. I wanted. To, I I offered to mow my neighbor's lawn for like a couple extra bucks, but I didn't have a lawnmower. I was like, well, I'm gonna cross that bridge when I get there, right? Well, the, I had to cross the bridge because they're like, oh yeah, sure. So I walked down to the Home Depot and I was like, well, I'm gonna buy a mower. And then I was like, I can't afford a mower. So I bought an electric weed whacker and I weed whacked their entire lawn. Wow. That must have been the most uneven cut of wow. all time. But perseverance there. <laughs> Points for getting the Who's job my done. my entrepreneurial spirit? Well, and, and look crushed. where it brought you. Yeah. Out of business. <laughs> I mean, 
you win some, you lose some, Eric. At least yeah. you tried. I was, I feel as if I was going to add something, but now I can't remember. So, the oh, we are going to try to also raise kids that are compassionate and care about the world and not only care about. We're going to do an episode on that. You no, know, yeah. Yeah. So, should we do that next time? Yeah. What's it? What is, what is it going to be? Well, <laughs> we had talked about doing an episode on how to raise. Uh, anti-racist kids yeah. but but generally how about just raising not shitty people yeah that's really the goal but yeah. but that will stand up for those especially that don't have a loud voice right that have been you know silenced more so in our society so until then this is time to woke up i'm eric i'm Corey. adios